Good evening. Today I have Mark Brownness with me. Hi, Mark. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Mark Brownless. I've written two novels and my new novel, The Shadow Man, is being published by Spellbound Books and was out yesterday. Did you always want to be a writer? <sighs> I think probably I did. I think, I think I, I've always written things. I was, when, when we were at school, we'd have like an assignment to do that's supposed to be like two pages of A4 and I'd write 17 pages of A4 or something. So I think I probably always did want to write, but I never really realised it until maybe about five or six years ago. And I just started to write something and that was really it. So it's taken a long time coming. I'm kind of slow on the uptake on these things, but now I finally kind of realised. <laughs> and what made you finally take the plunge and actually go for it? Um, <clears throat> I, we were going away for a weekend um, to a hotel and I'd taken a book with me. Um, and it was one of the modern uh, retelling of, uh, of a Bond story. So after Ian Fleming. And um, I started reading it and it wasn't great to say the very least. And as I read more and more and more of it, I, as a big Bond fan, I got really angry because I just thought this is really not Bond at all. And so I basically sat down and started writing like a, a, a Bond novel, sort of in answer to that Bond novel. This is how you should write it kind of thing. And I, I basically, my wife stared at the back of my head for the whole weekend. And so I wrote about four chapters of what that would become. And, and that may well become a book that is out next year. <clears throat> not as Bond, but as a different character. And that, but that kind of started me. And as soon as I finished writing and editing that to sort of hand that to my wife saying, this is what I was doing. Um, I went straight into writing my first novel, The Hand of an Angel. So that, that's kind of the final trigger that, 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 that stimulated it. I've had that before actually, a terrible book has led to someone to start <laughs> writing. Yes, I, love, I like the idea of that. <laughs> yeah. So um, what led you to being signed by Spellbound? I self-published um, The Shadow Man about two years ago, and um, I knew Samara and Nikki through Facebook. And when they um, launched Spellbound last year, they initially said, invited authors to submit. And I thought, I haven't got anything new. I, I, I was three quarters of the way through something I was writing. And I thought, well, maybe when they reopen submissions in the future, I'll be able to submit it. But then they said they take previously um, self-published novels. And it was more a case of wanting to support them as friends of mine from, uh, from social media. So I sent them Shadow Man and, and didn't really expect them to say yes or whatever. I don't know. I, I, um, and... Um, but yeah, then I was chatting to Samara one day and she said, yes, we want your book. So. Brilliant. And um, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about the book that was out yesterday? <clears throat> okay. So The Shadow Man is the story about um, five women who uh, went to school together in this small village in Lincolnshire uh, in the 80s. And they all kind of drifted apart and had these memories of their childhood that were that they never really thought about. They never really thought back to their childhood. Had these very simple memories of going around the place on their bikes and going to the lake and 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 enjoying the summers as as they were. And then a chance email from one of them, the one um, girl that stayed behind in the village, triggered some memories, triggered some nightmares that they all started to have. 
and they started to realize that all those memories they had of the village back then um, weren't true. And it started to peel away at their, of what really happened. And what really happened is there's the story of this um, ghost spirit called the Shadow Man that's haunted the village and that's behind a lot of bad things that happened in the village. And they realized then that they have to go back. They have to go back to, 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 to meet Janie and to find out exactly what um, happened all those years ago. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, I'm reading it um, and I can tell that it's gonna be really spooky, I guess. Um, and uh, I mean, some of the stuff that's happened so far, I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so yeah. I'm looking forward to finding out what's behind it all. Okay, good. <laughs> and what um, drew you towards that sort of genre of book? That, <clears throat> my first novel was 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 a little bit like that. It was, it was more of a psychological thriller. It, it all kind of stems, I guess, from I'm really interested or fascinated, I guess, by unexplained phenomena. So that my first book has a background of near death experience. This one has. Um, touches on spontaneous human combustion and there was a there's a magazine in the early 80s there's a, there, there were all kinds of magazines back then that came out once a week and and you you, you started off buying them for like a pound and then they go up to about 3.99 and there'd be like years and years and years of them to get the full volumes and if you collected the full volumes they're probably worth a fortune now and this magazine was called the unexplained and, and one week there'd be nessie and next week there'd be bigfoot and then and all these kind of things. And I loved it. I was this 11, 12-year-old me. I thought it was fantastic. And it was long before the X-Files and all the rest of it, but it was like that. And so I've always had an interest in, in those kind of things. And so it, whether, I don't know chicken and egg with, with my first novel, whether I deliberately wanted to write about The Unexplained or whether it just came in as I started to write the novel, but certainly with Shadow Man, it was definitely how I wanted to start that out, out with that kind of story. And particularly the the, the all the main characters were women as well. I don't know why I started out that, that they had to be women either, but it suddenly became very important in a horror novel that the women weren't kind of window dressing or, or, or secondary characters at all, like they often are. And it then started from there. Awesome, yeah, I love, <clears throat> I've just um, finished a forensics degree, so, um, spontaneous human combustion is something that was obviously covered and yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting and even now they're not quite sure I don't think <laughs> well it was interesting because I hadn't I hadn't looked at the, the science behind it for a while I, I looked at it before I first started writing the book and I, and I looked at it again um, last year sometime I just did some research just to make sure that nothing new had, had, had come up that, that, that explained it much more clearly and you're right there's lots of ideas isn't there about whether it's alcohol related or body fat percentage and things like that and there's triggers and so on but even so there's still a little bit of unexplained in there which is what I like I don't really want it fully explained I don't want Nessie fully explained either those kind of things you know it, it, it'd just be nice don't find them let's let's all think if you want to believe we can believe you know <clears throat> and apart from those two things what was the most interesting thing you found doing research is there anything else that sort of caught your eye? It wasn't some of that. There, there was, <coughs> excuse me. I didn't find I had to do huge amounts of research for that particular book. And my first book we did, we talked a lot about bone density and, and I was chatting to a couple of surgeon friends about 
those kind of things. But what was what was most interesting for me with Shadow Man because it was set in the eighties and then set now was the whole nostalgia thing and and, and me remembering lots of things that we did um, in our village when we just marauded around the place on our bikes and that's the line from the book and um, uh, Philippa, the main character, her mum says that you just guys maraud around the place uh, on your bikes getting to bother, as she calls it. And that's exactly what we used to do all summers long. And it, and it, and it was one of those things where you leave the house at nine o'clock in the morning, turn up at some parent's house at lunchtime for lunch, and then you get home at maybe six o'clock at night, no mobile phones, parents didn't know where you were, nothing. That wouldn't happen these days. And and, and that whole thing, that whole sort of nostalgia kick really interested me. And, and at the time I wrote it, there wasn't Stranger Things and, and, and there were things like Stephen King's It and, and, and that certainly is an influence on the book. But certainly you now look at Stranger Things and that kind of idea of, 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 of how it's set and how all the TV shows you might watch, there's, the, you know, there's several Scooby-Doo references and things like that in there, you know, and, 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 and so on. So it's more a case of trawling back through my memories um, of of all that happened then and adding in some of the some of the scrapes that we got involved in and 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 um adding as many things the, the music that are referred to and, and and all sorts of things so it's more of a challenge for my aging memory really than than <laughs> perhaps going away and doing research <laughs> um, um to, to to try and make things kind of feel feel authentic for then you know and and, and you know it's 1985 and so there's a van halen record playing uh, in this, in this car as it drives past, so I had to check the date and things like that. So I had to make sure it was it was right that, that I wasn't putting in things that, that somebody could look up and go, actually, he's a year out with that, because I'm sure somebody would. And so okay. there's that, there's just checking, checking my memory, really. <laughs> yeah, I noticed, I mean, one of the first lines is about um, Live Aid and then the, yeah. the green dial phone, which made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, all those kind of things happened. That, that, that I did watch Live Aid in, in a static caravan somewhere in Scarborough, I think he was, and my uncle did call Sting Stink. And um, so all those those lines easily slotted into the book. And, and, and so a, a lot of that was just kind of just bringing back all those memories of mine from before and just putting them into this narrative. And and, and with, with Philippa Flip, the main character, effectively me, you know, her, her house is my parents' house. And um, so... Um, it was just nice to be able to do that and nice to be able to almost like just use that as a way of creating the, the, the story from, from back then, you know. Yeah, that's really sweet, actually. <laughs> um, I was only, well, one and a bit when Live Aid happened and I swear yeah, to this day. Much. That's great, that. yeah, thanks. I swear to this day, my mother has not forgiven me for not being able to go. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Was it my fault? He got pregnant, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't ask how old you were. Yeah, older. <laughs> well, I'm 51 now, so. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I was 85, so I was, I was 15 at the time, so. Well, you're still a baby, it's fine. Thanks very much. You're welcome. You, you don't look a day over 30 anyway, so. Oh, bless you. Flipping heck. <laughs> <laughs> I got told at 21 the other day. I was like, thanks. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look too closely, and you'll see the grey hairs <laughs> and wrinkles. It's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, books. That's right. That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I was going to ask which of your um, your two books you'd rather be a character in, but I guess you kind of already are in the, in the Shadow Man. Yeah, and I suppose so. And although it's funny that the first book that you put out, anybody reads it and, and the, the, the couple that are the main characters in it, they immediately assume it's, it's uh, my wife and I, and, and, and it's not. Um, but that's what everybody says, oh, well, you know, Tom's just like you, and he's not really, and, and, and so on. Um, but yeah, it's, and I, I think it's how much more of, of your personality you put into a main character. I, I've not written enough books now. I don't know if, if, you know, whether Stephen King or somebody would say to you how much personality he puts into his main character, his favourite character in each book or whatever. But certainly I think with, with me, I think there is a certain degree of that just to, to invest your energy in, 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 in those characters then, that if you've got some aspect of you or some aspect of, of, of your personality you like or you want to kind of expand upon or something, do you know what I mean? Um, but yes, it, this one I, I would be in because yeah, I am. And, and like I say, lots of the scrapes that happened in the book happened, did happen, apart from the 300-year-old ghosts, obviously. Of course, I'll be uh, reading those bits more closely now then to see what you got up to as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't so bad. There's nothing really horrendous in there, but um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad I haven't uh, read it all now. I can read it more carefully. <laughs> Pre informed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess um, the, I know the answer to this, but are there any secret jokes in there in either of your books? Um, not really in jokes or anything like that. I don't think. Um, it's more the like the kind of stories then that 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 that, that have a background then, if you like. Um, and there's more a case with 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 Shadow Man. It's more a case some themes that 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 that, that were running through it. Not so much as jokes, but just sort of themes that I found interesting that I wanted to kind of explore through the book and. And they became really quite significant. Um, so in the Shadow Man, the the the, the, the two sort of themes were um, one about belonging, and one about um, what it is to be home, what it is to call somewhere home. And so the thing about belonging is, is particularly because we moved my parents down from that village down to live near us about um, six seven years ago, and it kind of struck me then that you know how long would somebody remember you for in that place as you know somewhere you've been you've lived they lived there 50 years and I, I was there 20 years calling it home and people now wouldn't know me there they would know my name and things like that and so it's how long you know you have to live somewhere before before that place becomes synonymous with you and of course the shadow man is, is, is this as this ghost spirit hanging over the village is almost like the only person that could could truly be classed as belonging there if you see what I mean, because everybody else within a generation or two, their, their memory would fade, you know. So that those kind of themes are quite interesting. And I quite like that idea of, of of belonging and home. My next novel has is, 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 has got some ideas about what makes something home, and and, uh, and rather than just you know sticking your bed in one room and hanging the same pictures up that you had in 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 your bedroom that's your bedroom you know when does it become yours versus the people that were in, the, in that house maybe for 30 years before you you know um so i i kind of like those kind of themes 
do you have any phobias and would you write about them? Um, oh yeah, write about them, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not, I'm not massive on heights, but it's certain circumstances. I mean, I've, 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 I've whenever we can do, get up into the mountains and things, I climb big mountains and, um, you know, it's, but, but I'm not that fussed about being on a ladder. I don't quite know why that, that is. I mean, you know, I suppose above a certain height, it doesn't matter whether you're falling from 30 feet or 30,000 feet, really, you, you know, you, there's still going to be only one, one outcome, I suppose. But, um, uh, yeah, I'd certainly write about them, definitely. Um, but particularly because it's like, it's like we were saying about the, my thoughts on, on belonging and so on. It's like, because you become more personally invested in the story then. So if it's a phobia that I had, then 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 yeah, definitely. Um, and you are you someone that has uh, lots of story ideas waiting, or do you just see what crops up and then go with it? Yes, there's there, there's a queue at the moment, and um, it feels like they should take a ticket, and it's like number three idea coming. You know, and the, the, there's lots, and the, and there's some that I think I'm just never going to end up writing because you know you think yeah, I'll write that. That's about three or four stories time, but then during that point, you've got another idea that comes through and and so on so yes it's time to write them all and, I, and, I, and i'd love to say I'd, i would get to write them all and there's some that are really quite not personal but but i'm really quite excited about the idea about writing them but then again another idea will come along and it's then they're jostling for headspace and, and, and time on the keyboard you know so you but yes there's a few that's good i like uh, i like it when people have loads ready because that means we get loads of books so that's good <laughs> good do you have dreams or nightmares about your characters? Um, no, I, I, I will, I will dream about storylines, and I'll, I'll wake up and have to go and find a pen and paper, and things. I'll definitely do that, um, I, I, but I don't have particular dreams and nightmares about them as such. But, but yes, I'll. I'll, I'll wake up and think, right, okay, this just happened, or I'll, I, this has come to me, you know, but I, I won't end up kind of dreaming about a scene in, 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 um, in a story or that's happened or whatever. Have you made lots of author friends? Yes, all, all, by, social, <clears throat> all by social media, um, and although there are quite a few authors around me, but yes, on social media, and, 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 and authors seem to be a tremendously friendly social bunch. Um, and very amenable to, 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 you know, chatting and giving out advice and, and things like that. So, um, so yes, I've quite a lot really in there and, and feel very lucky because of that, yeah. And do you hear, or do you get a lot of feedback from readers? Yes, because obviously Amazon, you, you, you and, and, and when you're on Amazon and a good read as well, you get, um, that kind of feedback, but, um, not so much personally, because I've not done like a sign-in and things like that. And I suppose without the pandemic, I might have done by now. Um, and, and of course, festivals have been very, very limited and, and, and things. But it would be quite nice to actually kind of have this conversation then with people that have bought your book and, uh, and, and so on, just to see what they think. Because it's only going to make you better as a writer, isn't it? If you think, well, if people are consistently saying, well, this didn't quite work for me. And, and, and then you think, why? And then maybe the next time you don't make those same mistakes or you don't do those same things that would frustrate somebody or, or what have you in your story. You might say uh, differently at the end of the blog tour. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody to give me any feedback ever again. Definitely not. <laughs> don't worry, Zoe's um, our harsh taskmaster. She she uh, makes sure that we're all in line. It's fine. <laughs> okay, good. Let's send Zoe some money or something. Then. <laughs> Bless her. No, she's fine. We just do as we're told. Our uh, our tour posts have to be posted early in the morning, or she gets really twitchy. All right, okay. Yeah, we, we know to do as as we're told. No, I'm joking, she's okay. lovely, really. In fairness, <laughs> I have been doing as I've been told since, since I've been working with Zoe as well, so, uh, you know, it's the same as I am, really. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I've, I haven't even known, I think I've only known her about eight months, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's great. She's I can't wait to beat her. After COVID. Um, yes, Yes, stupid COVID. <laughs> um, if you were able to spend a day with any author, dead or alive, who would you like to spend a day with? Ooh. Oh. Well, I, 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 okay, I can answer that, 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 that really easily. Um, because when I self-published my first novel, um, it was around about Christmas time. And I'd started to go onto Twitter and a lot more and and starting to just trying to get my brand out there not that i knew what i was doing not that i knew what i'm doing now but um and i happened to come across two people who were just about to put their new books out and um we became friends we chatted a lot we were all kind of going oh, i hope you're successful i hope you sell lots of books i hope you are too and all this kind of thing and one was cj tudor and the other one was stuart turton and so, and fortunately, Stuart and I met up um, when he came to do a gig down in Swansea. Well, I was going to say a year ago, but it wasn't a year ago. It must have been longer than that because it was, it must have been 18 months ago because of the pre-pandemic. So we met up and, and, and went to the pub for a pint there. And, um, but I haven't met Kaz and it'd be nice to, and, and, and I'd love to meet up with the, the two of those and spend the day. That'd be good. That'd be good fun because it seemed like we were all there together when, when um, we all launched our first books. Oh, that's really cool. Um, do you still get a chance to read now? Not at the moment. I've got this to-be-read pile that's just ridiculous, and and, and I don't stop buying books. <laughs> and so, and, and the thing is, especially when you've got friends of yours, they say, oh, "I've just bought your books, fantastic!" And then, you know, like a month later, they kind of say, "Oh yeah, the book." And what did you think? And you kind of go. <laughs> so it's, it's a little bit embarrassing when you haven't read anything for absolutely ages, and I haven't. And and there's. I need to try and make some more time, but it is just fitting in writing and, and, and then the whole promotional side of things and editing as well. So I've got several things going on at the moment that one's been edited, one's got, I've got to write, and then obviously there's all the promotion for Shadow Man and then my day job as well. So it's, <clears throat> yeah, I, I do need to spend time writing and reading, definitely. Yeah, it is hard though, isn't it, to balance everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's not just because you enjoy the reading, it's because it's, it's good for you to read in other work in your genre, but then also work this in a completely different genre, say, say hard sci-fi or something, just because it's completely different. It gets your head away from, you know, from monsters and supernatural stuff and, and, and death and whatnot, you know, because surely that can't be good if you just kind of bury yourself in that for, so, for, for, for too long. And, and so it's good from that point of view, from escapism, actually just, reading purely because you enjoy it 
uh, as well as knowing, like I say, if you're reading your own genre for what everybody else is doing at the moment and, and what's working, what isn't, and, 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 and so on, you can learn things. So, you know, but yeah, absolutely. I just haven't made enough time lately and I must. Yeah. Are you going to read Zoe's book when it comes out? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I've, um, I, I did get um, a little excerpt the other day um, that she's working on. And so, and, and, and it was good. It was really good. So, yeah, yeah can't wait. I know I keep nagging her. Um, we started writing at the same time I finished mine ages ago and she's still going. So, yeah. Because they're coming out on the same day. Yeah. So she needs to hurry up. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't really know too much about this, the, the, the whole thing about the... The, the, the series of books that came out and then she was saying, well, they, they, were, they were very very well known in like, I think the eighties or something, they, they, they first started and showed me all these covers, all these these really cool old school covers um, from them. And, I, and, and they just completely passed me by, completely passed me by, which is surprising really given the amount of horror and things like that I read in the eighties. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Awesome, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to her finishing it so I can read it. But she's reading mine at the minute, I think, or she was, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think, see what she thinks. Um, I, I mean, she's read it, but I've changed it since then, so yeah. <laughs> um, has any book ever made you cry? Gosh. I don't know, um, off the top of my head. I, I... So in answer, try and answer your question. I'd probably say the the and I can't remember the name of the book. There was one book that I read that kind of so disturbed me, I guess, or upset me, not from, from a crying point of view, but just because it made me so uncomfortable that I had to stop reading it. And that was that was a, a Dean Coombs book. I was in in, in the eighties. I, I was I started off reading James Herbert's The Rats, and then moved on to um, Stephen King and Dean Coombs and things like that. So a whole period of time that I, I read the vast majority of their work and things. And then it got to a point where when um, I'd had kids myself, it was one novel and, and, and somebody be hearing this might know, the no, might know the novel, but it starts off and, and very early on, something horrible happens to a little kid. And I don't think we had my daughter very long at the time and I, and I couldn't carry reading it just because of, of, of how that resonated, you know, at the time. So I don't think it made me cry as such, but it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was really unpleasant. It was horrible. I thought, I can't read this. You know, I'd, 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 I'd probably go back to it again now, you know, but um, so it's just, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's context, isn't it? And, and, and how it fits in with you at the time, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I don't have kids, so reading stuff about kids, it doesn't affect me at all. So yeah. I'm quite lucky, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll make the most of it <laughs> for now. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll lose a whole load of books that I can't read anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm sure I could, I, it doesn't bother me now. It's just, it's just at a time, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if anything has made me cry. And it, it might have done, but I, like I say, 50 year old memory. Yeah, any old excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'll would you like to? <laughs> If one, if, if one comes to you, I'll message you. Okay, that's cool. I'll let you off then. That's fine. Uh, what do you like to do when you're not writing? Um, 
Well, um, we have a fair menagerie of animals in, 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 in the house. So um, as you noted earlier before we started recording this, the hamsters have been out in this um, in, the, in this room making a racket and things. Um, we've got a dog, we've got lots of fish. Um, and during the summer, it's we're basically cricket mad households. So my son plays cricket. And so um, it's either going to matches, it's coaching um, uh, the junior side and... Um, and then he goes to play with the senior side as well. So it's, I spend my, my, my day sitting in a cricket outfield, um, sometimes writing and sometimes like yesterday, um, trying to promote the book and things like that. So, and then in the winter it's football. So um, spending my time sort of either going to see him play or coaching and things like that are the things that take up most of my time really. And do you support team football? Do you know, I don't know really. Well, I, I suppose I kind of do. Um, because when when Junior is growing up, and, and, and yes, I, I, I support Swansea because they're, they're my local team, but I'm not their season ticket and, and and in the stands and so on. I mean, you know, I'm always looking at how they how they do and so on. But when um, my son was tiny and he got into like football and things like that, and, and, and he followed one club one year, another club, one year, and and he started to follow Chelsea, and it was at the time when Jose Mourinho. Um, was uh, brought in as manager the first time around. And I quite liked him as, some, as something different, a breath of fresh air, the special one and so on. And so obviously he was supporting them, so I started supporting with him. And I, I kind of still have a, a, excuse me, even though he's long since stopped that, um, I still do have a, a soft spot for them, you know. So I suppose Swansea and Chelsea, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Um, I my local town is Luton Town, so okay. Yeah, you foster all that. Yeah, it's um, it's not an easy job supporting them, but they're doing all right, so it's fine. We've we've gone all the way down, and now we've crept back up again. Unfortunately, so he's a Watford supporter, so they're I'm our right. biggest. Okay. So technically, we shouldn't be friends, but we just forget about that. When, yeah, <laughs> and we side. beat them. Yeah, we beat but, them this season, so that's fine. Part <laughs> of differences to one side. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I'll just remind her that we beat them, but they've been promoted now anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, she'll just remind me of that. Actually, it's fine. <laughs> um, who was your first celebrity crush? Whoa, blimey, first. I don't know, um, actually, but um, I, I, for a long time, I had a big celebrity crush on Gillian Anderson, when the, the whole X-Files thing uh, and so on. And so it's like, you know, um, and so when she's on TV now for sex education or something like that, I'm always kind of looking at me like this. So <laughs> I, I, I can't really feel the back of that. Not really, no, I can't remember. There's a couple of people that spring to mind, but I can't remember the name of, 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 of the actress. But yes, probably probably Gillian Anderson. It's uh, interesting when I ask this question, um, with the guys, it tends to be cartoon characters, which I find really interesting. And with the ladies, it's um, uh, David Cassidy or Donny Osmond, like literally, right. the, there's okay. no one else. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Or Debbie Harry for the guys as well. That is... Literally, those few people, that's it. It's really, yeah. really interesting. <laughs> yeah, she, yes, she kind of passed me by a little bit. 
only maybe about a year or so, you know, and I'm just trying to think in the 80s, but... I've had Velma from Scooby-Doo, which was interesting, and I can't oh, remember little, who else. That's <laughs> weird. I know. Who am I to question? I just no, asked. Absolutely. Yes, and each their own, isn't it? This is why I like to ask. I've made people blush, which is great fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so evil. That's fun. Um, what's your most embarrassing story? I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassing on almost a daily basis, so you could always pick. <laughs> Probably better off asking one of my kids um, <laughs> this story. Gosh. Gosh, gosh, gosh. And it's funny, um, we were talking um, last week about Carrie, and you, you want one of those kind of Carrie moments then, don't you? That's, that's, that's mega embarrassing or something like that. Yeah. Well, okay, it's it's one I can remember, and 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 I suppose it's apt because it's in the Shadow Man, and um, and it doesn't it didn't quite happen exactly like it did in the book, but it's, it's as good as I can think of for an embarrassing story. Is that is that we'd been out to um, just on our bikes in the winter time, and and these frozen lakes that were not too far away from our village, um, or the, the, these lakes are frozen over, and so. We were kind of goading each other to go out onto the, onto the ice and kind of, you know, skate around a little bit and, and, and on them or, or and what have you. And my friends were obviously eminently more sensible than me, so they were going no. So I yeah it's fine look come on. And so I went out onto the ice, and I'm in like some jeans and Aaron jumper and, and some wellies, you know. <clears throat> and I and nobody would come out onto the ice. And I probably in in, in the book. I, the, the, the characters have gone out miles into, into the middle of the lake. In, I'm in reality have gone out maybe three feet into uh, you know from the shore, where of course it's not as well frozen. So I turn around to, 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 to my friends and said, look, this is this is this is fine. And I started jumping up and down on the ice, right? And uh, stupidly. And so I, I do this a couple of times and I go straight through. And clearly this 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 pond, this lake has got quite a shelf on it. So I, I go straight through it and I'm up to my waist in this freezing cold water. And we are, I don't know, two, three miles from home. So they help me out and, 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 and I get out. And this day is, it's, it's a frosty day. It's probably barely above freezing. And, and so I have to cycle home in jeans that are gradually becoming more and more constricted by this, this, this cold water, freezing cold, all the way home to, um, to my house. And then have to go in Missing my parents because they'd have gone bananas if they'd have found out I'd done something as stupid as that. So I'm trying to like, and I ended up sitting in a bath of, it probably was cold water, it probably was um, just cold water from the tap. But I was so cold that that actually felt far, far too warm, you know, and I had chill brains on me and all kinds of things. So I had to gradually increase the temperature and, and, and so on. So yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I put it in a book and I told everybody, yeah, it's true, it's me as well. So there we go. There's no escaping that. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy to help. <laughs> What's been your favourite moment being an author so far? I think I think it's when just when people say nice things. I think it's just like because the, 
when people talk about imposter syndrome, I just feel like it all the time. You know, I haven't, I've got no qualifications to write a book and I've written a book. What I, on earth should anybody go and want to buy that and, and read it and spend time, you know, spend a good deal of their time reading what I've written. Um, and, you know, so I, I, think I constantly feel like, you know, why should they like that? And, and this whole imposter syndrome thing. So when people do like it, it, you think, oh, okay, and 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 it does make you feel good. It's not an ego thing. It, it just make it just. I think it just underlines that, that, that yes, it was okay for you to write that, or a good idea that you wrote that, or whatever. So go on and write something else. You know, make it maybe write it better, but 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 go and write something else because people have enjoyed it. So it's worth you doing it. Then you know. Um, so yeah, those things are probably the nice thing when, when people say, yeah, I really like that. And what's your big dream? Oh, to do this for a living, to do this full time. That would be great. And then have the time to write those stories and, and things. And rather than say putting out maybe one, maybe two books a year to be able to do more than that if I can. Uh, and certainly have time to, 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 to do all these stories justice rather than thinking, do you know what? I might be able to write that in five years time. Um, if I kind of don't think of anything else in, in, in the meantime. So yeah, that would be great. And to be able to make a living in some form doing it. Yeah, that would be, be fantastic. And do you want your kids to read your books? Yeah, well, um, my daughter is often on reading um, The Shadow Man, or has, has, has read some of it because she's quoted some of it back to me. But I know she doesn't like really scary books. And my son's dying to read them. And so he's 14. So he's coming to a point where I'm thinking, yeah, you probably could. You know, I, some of the stuff I read when I was younger than him. I read The Rats when I was younger than him. Um, so it's probably getting to the stage. I probably put a 15 certificate on it, and um, so it's probably getting to that stage. So yeah, if you want to, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to shove them down their throat and, 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 or anything, you know. But um, if they wanted to, that'd be good. And the rats is horrendous, actually. <laughs> well, I've just bought a, 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 an edition of it because I haven't had it for a long time, and and um, I just bought it again. Think, oh, I want to read that again. I want to read if, if it is still as disturbing. If it's you know as as, as when I was. I don't know, 13 or 14 reading it the first time. Uh, I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> and the first one's only little as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I hope it is. I, I hope it is. I hope it isn't just kind of like my, you know, young teenage brain that just kind of got freaked out and disturbed by it. I hope it really is as disturbing to me now as, as, as it was then. That would be great. I only read them as an adult. My sister and my mum read them and they're like, you really need to read this book. So eventually I did. And uh, yeah, <laughs> even now I'm like, ooh, massive human-sized rats, and mm, yeah. <laughs> but my favourite book of his is, is is the Magic Cottage, and 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 I really took a lot from that when I wrote my first novel because in in that book this, this couple go to this cottage in Devon or Cornwall, I think it is. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I read it, and they they've just gone for like this 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 romantic holiday away and things gradually start to happen but it's really slow burning but 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 what happens what's happening is you're really enjoying the interrelationship of this couple what they're doing on holiday the, the, the activities that, 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 that they're getting up to and your mind is too much is happening you're thinking do you know what i could be 300 pages of this no problem at all you know don't need any plot excuse me just look like this couple living their lives together great and actually when stuff starts to happen you actually get a bit cross because you think, hang on a minute, don't spoil this now. I was quite enjoying what they were doing. 
know, being in love, having a nice time on holiday. And and so I, I really wanted with um, Hand of an Angel to write a, a story like that. It's kind of like a slow burn in the sense where you became really familiar with the family at the heart of the story and, and, and get to know them, what the kids are doing and what their personalities are like and things like that. So when, you know, the, the, the big MacGuffin happens, you, you know, you really are pulling the rug out from underneath people. And I know some people didn't like it, that it was a slow burner, um, really, but that was the idea behind it. It was very deliberate. And it was from the Magic Cottage, or that, how that, my, my recollection of that, that I wanted to write it in that way, you know, with that kind of pacing. And so you said you're working on something at the moment. So do you know what's coming next after that? After that, yes, <clears throat> I think so. I think so. So that will be, so I've got a horror novel um, that will be out later on in the year. Um, and then um, after that, I think we're going to go with my sort of spy series, the one that, the, the, and, the, and the second um, volume of that will be the one I started to write all those years ago um, as a Bond novel. Um, because I really want to, as a huge Bond fan, I want to write Bond. I really want to write, some, but, but obviously I can't write Bond, but, but, but something like that, uh, my own character that has his own traits and things like that. It's not trying to copy Bond or anything, but to have all those kind of, the big car chases and the big snowboarding chase and the, and all those kind of things that that that, that happen the quips and, and 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 so on you know whether it's born or Reacher or Bond or whatever I want my own character like that and and, and create a series so and we we I've got probably three or four stories in mind for that and there's two that that I just need the time to to write and the first one is almost finished and the second one I just need the time to finish uh, to, to to sit down and write it um, and there's another couple of stories I've got lined up there. And I think I might intersperse those with maybe some some of my more familiar horror stuff in between. Brilliant! That sounds amazing. Thank you. Having only read fifteen percent of one of your books, I'm already um, I'm guaranteed to read anything you write. So, well, thank you. That's a lovely thing to say. You're See, that's, that's the thing that when when you said what what's what's the what's the best thing? That's amazing. That is, I said big shiver my spine when you said that because that's 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 lovely thank you you're welcome see I'll, I'll be mean and ask you questions about embarrassing things of your childhood but i'm nice as well yeah well uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i could think of something because i don't want to go i can't remember i'm not really silly for a few minutes while i'm just sat here so i'm glad at least thought of something <laughs> not a bad idea referencing your child in some books because at least you can vaguely remember what you've written in the past year or two you know <laughs> yeah well you'd hope so anyway <laughs> yeah well yeah give, give me a year or two maybe not but you know <laughs> <laughs> well you may be relieved to know that I don't have any more questions for you unless you think there's anything that I haven't asked you that you want to tell us uh, no I think we've gone the full disclosure so far this evening really <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait till next time. I've got yeah. more in my, yeah, yeah, it's all up here. Real trouble next time. And I would have read more of your books by then. So, yeah. You know when you said that? Right, okay. Did that really happen? No, it doesn't all happen. It's not like a biography. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be messaging you, asking you those questions. I'm too impatient yeah. to wait for an interview. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be like, uh, this bit here. <laughs> yeah. So would you like to remind everybody about your new book and where they can buy it from and where they can find out more about you? Okay, so my book is The Shadow Man. 
and it's published by um, Spellbound Books and it's available on Amazon um, on ebook and paperback and audiobook. Um, and if you want to read a little bit more about um, me and some uh, blog stuff that I've written um, and about my other books and see some trailers, then you can go to www.markbrownless.com. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. And thank you. Thank you very much.